Wearing the Folk. Welcome to Wearing the Folk. I'm Cecil Fletcher coming to you from Laurel County, Kentucky. We got Jeremy Foreman and Henry Tully coming from Northern Kentucky. And a return guest star, Mr. <laughs> Martin Shaw. Martin, I'm, we know where you're at, but tell everybody where the folk you're at if they've not seen the previous episode. I'm from just outside Glasgow in Scotland. Now, we usually do these as interviews, but we've already interviewed Martin, so if you want to see the interview, please go back and watch that one. That's a, I can't remember when it was. It was a while back, wasn't it? it was I think it was November. November, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was wow. fun. It was back when we only had like 40 subscribers now we got 140 <laughs> oh nice <laughs> we, we do have a, another guest on today's episode and uh it's a little more subtle it's it's cecil's beautiful eyes where he's not wearing his glasses <laughs> well i ain't gotta read anything so i can leave them off <laughs> i don't really miss his eyes are gonna get you to 200 subs we figured we'd just bring you back because it was so fun talking to you last time. I know we're missing my wife. She's in there probably watching Dawson's Creek right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Dawson's Creek, have you guys watched that ever? No. Nah. Is that the, Is that's the, one, with, that's the one with the song, right? Yeah. I don't want to wait. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows the song. But on Netflix, they changed the song. It's not even the same song. What? It's a completely different song now. Isn't like, that the best part of the show? Yeah. It's the only I know. And <laughs> I've been in there, you know, writing my book and things and listening to her watch his show. And I was like, do all rich kids whine that much about everything? <laughs> like, all they do is complain and have the most drastic drama you've ever seen in your life. Like, the poorest kid is the sheriff's son. And she's like, oh, he's got, he's got it hard, little Percy or Pacey. I was like, his dad is the sheriff elected <laughs> in a rich Massachusetts town. He's probably make, pulling down like 110k a year. He's not struggling too hard, little brats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if any of our uh, any of our listeners are independently wealthy. <laughs> if you're please let us wealthy, know your your struggles in the comments below. <laughs> yearly income please tell me how many times you slept in your truck down by the river what all have you been doing lately have you been getting into anything nice i know you're still on lockdown pretty heavy over there yeah i've done a couple of episodes since i spoke to you last time and i'm trying to do a new episode right now but weird stuff keeps happening so i can't do it like what well well, the episode's about a curse so i'm thinking (laughs) of connection here Honestly, man, right? So I'm doing an episode. It's um, it's about an Egyptian curse. Oh. So I thought, do you, you want me to tell you guys about it? Yeah. It's pretty, pretty cool, right? So it was in like the <laughs> Don't the give 20s. Away too much. Yeah, I thought, man, I, I can't keep it in because I've been trying so long to tell it, and stuff keeps happening. <laughs> but it was in uh, like the 20s or the 30s, and this couple from Edinburgh went to Egypt on holiday, and you know they were seeing like the pyramids and doing all the tourist stuff, but. The guy was totally unimpressed because, you know, like Egypt just cannot compare to Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the tour guide said we, there's this new tomb that's just been opened and it's, it's so old that it predates mummification. So oh. I can take you there. So they were like, yeah, OK, cool. We'll go there. And they go in and it's like this tiny room. It's decorated and there's this old, old skeleton in it. 
And the guy judged, like, from the stuff on the walls, the skeleton was probably a woman and she was maybe like a priestess or something. So he's like, ah, this is pretty cool. But, you know, he goes outside for a smoke and leaves his girlfriend in there. About five minutes later, she comes out and says, oh, I, I got us a souvenir. He's like, there's no gift shops here, you know. <laughs> what are you going to get? And she's stolen a bone from the skeleton. As one would do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess he's like, I mean, it's better than a mug or a T-shirt. So they took it home and they put it in this little glass box, invited people over. And then weird stuff started happening. Like the roof caved in. They started hearing weird noises. Like the table the box was on got flipped over. And it just like escalated and escalated and escalated and got really crazy. But whenever I try and record the episodes, like the first few times, like just normal stuff would happen that meant we couldn't record it. And I was like, okay. But we've been set up and recording twice and both times we've had to cut. The first Uh time, my cat started going crazy, like just making so much noise and scratching at the walls and (laughs) the doors. And I thought that was normal. But then I thought, what did the Egyptians worship? Cats. Cats. Mm, man that's crazy <laughs> and and i don't know if if you're well i'm just trying to think about like demonology and stuff like that in general <clears throat> like if you're talking about certain names when you're trying to film like in demonology it's all rooted into the demons or spirits name right so yeah if yeah you're, if you're making references it's kind of like uh you know kind of like ringing the phone on the spirit world so okay. I'm, I'm trying to like put this in layman's terms. So you're pretty much Beetlejuicing it by saying its name. Well, the thing was, I didn't know its name. There was never like a name discovered. So I don't know. But when I did um, the Crowley episode, though, I said the name of some of the demons he was trying to summon. And the edit got a bit weird around then. <laughs> yeah, the second time, um, all of a sudden, there was just gale force winds. And like it was howling outside. Like the windows were literally rattling. Wow. So we couldn't get clean audio. The next day, you might have saw my Twitter, actually. I went out, just like a little walk through the country, and a tree was blown down, like roots out the ground. <laughs> I did see that. Wow. And so I was like, I'm, we're going to try again, I th- I think on maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. And if something weird happens again... Just move on. Abandon <laughs> all hope. <laughs> if you guys have any um, witchy people, please do a protection spell. Let me get this one made. No, it's just, it's funny you bring it up, like, stealing from the, the sacred grounds, because that, that is, it seems like it's been brought up a few times in past discussions with other guests. Like, don't, don't tempt the fate of things, especially don't steal from what could be ceremonial or have some sort of spirit to it. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe there wasn't that kind of frame of reference back when they did it, but you would just think throughout time, you would just say, you know what, I'm not going to steal a bone from a sacred corpse. That sounds like that's got bad news all over it. Yeah. I mean, I can see the I can see the logic behind wanting to have it too. Yeah, like, it would be cool on the shelf, but... Have you ever had a bone handle knife? No. They're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, that actually reminds me of so- something else you talked about in an earlier episode, Martin. Um, the, the Ringcroft episode oh yeah the ringcroft poltergeist like they had weren't they finding like a bone under like a porch slab or something yeah so the first family they found uh i think it was a bone under a porch slab at the front the second family they found it was well they thought it was bones or teeth 
and there was also like an old envelope with blood in it. Mm. Yeah, so that, like- that whole thing, like after after I watched your episode, I I did some some research and stuff, and that place is crazy. Like, I, I don't think anybody lives there anymore because everything didn't everything burn down. <laughs> like yeah, the, <laughs> the only thing that's there now is just a dead tree, which is just so appropriate. Yeah, it it almost um, and we're gonna be doing an episode on this place coming up, and I talk about it a lot. But there's a place in the U.S. that you're probably familiar with called Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch. Oh yeah. And just the the amount of things that were happening there, it was like uh, like the boulders being th- thrown that just manifested out of nowhere and fireballs. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Like, like I think. Like at one point they were throwing fireballs through the windows and stuff, and that's that how sounds like an STD. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. It's just it's bizarre. There's not more like research into Skinwalker Ranch because well, the government so bought it. Did they buy it? Yeah, yeah. the government bought well, it, so you can't go on there anymore. Um, it was originally bought by somebody named Bibelow, Bigelow or something. Bigelow. He's a billionaire. He's a paranormal researching billionaire, and like he was trying to get people to find stuff. There's one thing that Reed Reed's a farm handler. Like he he grew up on a farm and stuff. He said that he thought it was all BS until they said they found all the bulls in that little metal building. Okay, so that's another thing, Cecil. Yeah. So so at this place that Martin did the episode on, what started all of this? Is the farmer woke up and all of the cows that had been tethered were let loose. He thought it was just the tensile strength. Then he uh, re-tethered them with stronger rope. And the next day he comes out and all of his cows had moved and they had been re-tethered somewhere else. They moved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Why did I make that joke in the episode? <laughs> so obvious now. <laughs> like, it, that's that's what initially hit me, and I'm like, oh, like that that's definitely reminiscent of some of the stuff that was happening at Skinwalker in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. I said in the episode it's a bit similar to, um, uh, what was the, the haunting case in America? The Bell Witch. Bell Witch, yeah. So it's got some similarities to that as well. But yeah, Skinwalker as well. It's kind of like a half and half, just the weird yeah. stuff going. Yeah, it definitely... Convince, if I can convince my wife to stop being so scared of everything, we're going to the Bell Witch. It's only like an hour and a half away from here. Oh, man, that would be so cool. Can you actually visit it? Is it cool to oh, see yeah. 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 yeah oh, that's so good. Yeah. Totally yeah. is uh, about an hour and 20 minutes away from uh, the Great Serpent Mound in Ohio. I'm not, you mentioned that. Where yeah, is that exactly? I'm not it's familiar in, with what that is, Cecil. It's, yeah, in, I don't Pe- know that one. it's in Peebles, Ohio. Um, P-E-E-B-L-E-S. I said that one right. Peebles. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it's just a huge mound. Like, it's an old burial mound like we have everywhere down here. Except it's in the form of a huge snake. And they said that that the Native Americans said that it predated them. And it's so, supposed to be a lot of crazy stuff happening there. Well, just because I feel like I have to now. Um, anytime there's a tie-in to Red Dead, I'm going to mention it going forward. It there's is. A serpentine Mound in Red Dead. 
That's what it's based off of. It's based oh. off that mountain in Ohio. Yeah. Okay. That sounds awesome. I've never heard of that. I'm going to look that up as well. It's crazy. Just the similarities that, that Martin was talking about, like, apparently there was, like, a head honcho that was the poltergeist in Scotland, and it was, like, an intelligent being. Like, it was responsive. It asked questions. It told people what to do. It was throwing rocks. It was throwing fire. It touched people. Yeah. It sounded yeah. just like the bitch, like old Big Kate. It's like Martin said. They must have shared their playbook in the the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> Hung out, exchanged the vice. <laughs> Whenever we go to the bell cave, I'm gonna send Mandy down there first, and I'm like, just walk down there for a couple of feet and see what happens. Man, you need to film that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to do that because the way it looks, it looks like you're walking down a slope, and she'll definitely just fall right into it. <laughs> I didn't know the cave was still open. I thought they would have boarded that off. No. It's a it's a huge tourist attraction. I think the only time you can't go is in the winter. Ah, I mean it's smart to make a tourist thing. I just thought for some reason they'd, you know, close all that stuff down. Yeah, it's not too far. I either thought about going there or Johnny and June Cash's grave. I don't know which one. They're the same distance. Oh man, that's a tough (laughs) call. Actually. (laughs) (laughs) But that'd be a fun day trip. Um. So I sent you something that you said you hadn't had time to look into yet. There's one thing in particular about it. Have you ever looked into black-eyed children at all? Yeah, I, I'd not a lot, but I read a book on the Men in Black and kind of the theories behind it, and that went into black-eyed children quite a bit. Ain't that terrifying? Like, yeah. Um, Tully got us some cameras for Christmas, and every time they ding at night. I'm terrified to look at them because I'm like, there's just going to be little kids on this camera <laughs> sitting at my door. <laughs> That's a logical to, fear. Cecil. And then I'm going to have to kick them in the face. <laughs> so the, the black eyed children, I mean, what's, what's the phenomenon behind that? Well, so basically the black eyed children, what they are, they're kids. They're like the, they look like little, you know, little humans, like uh, your kids basically. <laughs> Except they got these huge black eyes and they'll pound on your door or come up to your car and be like, they're like scary little kids. <laughs> the the creepiest bit, though, is you're like compelled to open it for them, you know, even yeah. though you don't want to. Like something yeah. in your mind just saying, no, you need to open it, you need to let them in, which yeah. I think is just the creepiest bit of it. I, I think my fear would make me not do it, even no matter how compelled I am, because. Something about scary little kids and scary little monsters terrifies me to death. Like, I think it's where I'm so big or whatever. I'm just like, anything that's small that could hurt me, I'm just scared of. Like, like Tolly said in the episode when we had the same discussion, I'd fight a bear. I'd fist fight a bear today. I almost did in my backyard. But my dog was scared. But if it's a little kid, I don't know. I'd be terrified. But basically, they think that they're aliens or something. Yeah, Some there's a lot think- of theories. Yeah, some people think they're aliens, some think they're ghosts. But if you let them in the house or wherever you're at, apparently you'll black out or just start feeling crazy feelings. Some people claim they've been abducted, had experiments performed on them. I read a theory that they're a type of vampire as well, you know, because the whole needing to be invited into your house. Oh, okay. So maybe they, they won't 
force themselves upon it, they'll... Yeah, it's like they're physically incapable of coming in unless you say, you know, come in. Hmm. Super creepy. It is creepy, man. Could you imagine just seeing a little solid, pale, white kid with big black eyes? Let me in, sire. I want some (laughs) chatter. (laughs) What? Honestly, man, I I was like a skinny, pale goth kid, so I might be responsible for some of the encounters in Scotland. Before, uh... (laughs) <laughs> Before, like YouTube started censoring all the stuff, uh, you used to be able to find quite a few videos of those kids circling around. But just like with anything else conspiracy related, it's all uh, just powdered now. It, you have the, to to, the videos look legit. Yeah. Yeah, they look yeah, good. You, yeah, you have to. You can still. There are places like BitChute and stuff like that that you can go that that you can find conspiracy related videos of like found footage that people catch of certain things. Yeah. I'll need to check that out. Cause yeah, there are, when did the, did it start the reports of them? Do you guys know? Cause I've, I've read ones back into like the early nineties, but I don't know if there was any before that. It was like in 94 from what yeah, I remember. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the, it's something that would have probably initiated on like 2chan or something originally, but it was back before 2chan. <laughs> yeah, I think the first time I read about it was actually on the paranormal board on 4chan. <laughs> and I thought, this is just, you know, something someone's made up to go viral. But yeah, the more it kind of went into it. The first time I ever heard about it was was back when... It was probably with you, Foreman. Like when, when uh, you used to be able to get like true true pure content on youtube all the time and we used to watch all those crazy videos like the top tens caught on camera and stuff oh, okay so I'm, i've been trying to think if if it's 90s i mean that has to be one of the the newest super supernatural things right I mean, yeah everything else seems to have so much history to it yeah i don't know it'd be it'd be cool to figure out if it's real or not um, it's, they're, I don't know, maybe they're interdimensional and trying to take people back home for a little bit and see what's up. <laughs> take core samples, you know? The whole theory of, uh, Nessie being interdimensional, you know? Yeah. So, so we had, um, what was it called? Morag? Yeah, Morag. The- Morag and Nessie. So we had a lady on a, a few weeks ago, Lauren Smith who um well, she's one of our affiliates um she does a whole page just dedicated to bigfoot and she's interviewed folks from like the history channel discovery channel like every major bigfoot researcher she's she's had them on her show over the last and 10 she, years she or is so a, she is a bigfoot researcher too she does field investigations and stuff too yeah oh, man. Uh, and you know one of the things that that came up i mean i don't know if she believes that that bigfoot is interdimensional but there's a huge pocket of the bigfoot community that thinks it's interdimensional but perhaps you know just like you know certain animals have certain abilities that perhaps one of its abilities even though it may not be able to you know control it at will maybe or an extra sense uh, or an extra dimensional sense to where it can kind of go from plane to plane man i haven't heard that theory before but i love it uh, I like the i'm 100 behind that 
<laughs> I like the one Jeremy came up with that they're just stupid animals, but they may have like a sixth yeah, sense that's, basically. And that's yeah. what I was trying to say. Yeah. Man, that's such a cool theory. Imagine that'd be just so great to get proof <laughs> of that. The camp that thinks that also thinks that's why no one's ever recovered a body is because when they die, they just kind of morph out, like just out of this uh, dimension, or at least camouflage themselves out of the dimension. I, I and don't I, know which. I had another train of thought about that. I thought about this week. You know how when they find the footprints, they just stop and they like, where did it go? You know, like it just disappears. Oh uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe they just walk straight back into their dimension or something. You know. Well, the the bone mentioned. Uh, it seems like it was brought up previously well, on, on a different episode. Haven't there been bones found? Well, there's that guy that, that claims to have a head of a Bigfoot in his freezer. That's what it was. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember um, the guy that claimed to have a Bigfoot in his freezer and it was just like a gorilla suit he put in there? Like he was charging <laughs> people like a hundred bucks to come see it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I just realized why I want done with my body. I want you guys to just staple hair onto me and throw me in one second. We got it. Found it. <laughs> Make a few ends. <laughs> I don't know if well, that works. <laughs> I was looking at a, a road in Scotland, um, and I'm not sure how long the road is, Martin, but it's called I like in in the U.S., it would be an interstate, I think, but it, it's called A75. Oh ever... yeah, this is weird. Um, I'm gonna do an episode on this sometime this year. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've got I've got some kind of vague notes on it so far. I'll send you the video that, that I watched. This guy's hilarious. He was talking about this this interstate and the things that happen on that road are absolutely insane. Like from people. There have been like numerous, numerous people who have hit people on this road. They run over them, and then they stop their car, get out, and nothing's there. To the point where they've reported it to the police. Sometimes it's people in Victorian outfits. The funniest one, <laughs> but well, it, I shouldn't say that. It's <laughs> it was. <laughs> The most hilarious person to get murdered by a vehicle on this road is. There, there was a, a report of an old man wearing a burlap sack as clothes, and he had a bloody rag in his hand extended forward and, like, long, white hair. And this person couldn't stop their car in time, runs him over, gets out, nothing's there, and they go, like, freaking out to the police about it. But what one of the other things that happens is ghost chickens. Ghost, ghost chickens. <laughs> okay. So so also numerous accounts of of ghost chickens flying into people's windshields and it almost causes them to wreck. And it, and again, nothing there. Oh, and that's crazy. And then for the grand finale, you're going to have to do some research on this, but I'm going to see an episode about it for sure. <laughs> if it's got ghost chickens, it's 100% getting an episode. <laughs> the, the grand finale is a ghost furniture truck. 
A ghost furniture truck? <laughs> a ghost furniture truck. So Can I take a guess? Is like furniture fall out the back of it? <laughs> so uh, there was a, a truck driver that was driving like a big 18-wheeler on the same stretch of road. And he sees a furniture truck coming in, in his lane. And right before he said that there should have been impact, he just opens his eyes back up and nothing's there. Man, that's crazy. The saddest thing about that is that furniture never got delivered. <laughs> what Imagine really waiting on be- a couch and now it's just forever stuck in a loop on a A75. <laughs> well, and it originally, whenever I heard the video, because of the Scottish accent compared to our accents, I thought he said I-75. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> that's, that's the interstate, like, that runs through where we live. <laughs> so I was like, how weird is that? But yeah, I can see why that would be confused. <laughs> but I'm doing a video on um, the A70 in Scotland as well. There's a famous alien abduction on that road. Oh, really? Yeah, it's um, it's kind of similar to Betty and Barney Hill, actually, which is pretty weird. It was um, These guys drove under a weird craft. Um, don't remember anything. When they kind of came to, they were driving down the wrong side of the road and they'd lost about an hour of time. They went through hypnotic regression and I remember being brought onto the ship and separated and having like weird experiments done on them. See, that's that's something that once we get the show restructured, um, oh. I'm going to try to find a, a parapsychologist that we can get on the show, like a hypnotist or someone like that, that we can uh, talk to about that sort of thing, like regression. The whole thing about they drove under a craft and then they lost an hour of time and woke up driving on the wrong side of the road. I've mentioned this on numerous times before. I used to be somebody at party quite heavily. <laughs> and in these no. parties, I would drive, I would drink and drive, which is awful. You should never do that. I've done that before, but I think it's just where I drank like a half gallon of crack and rum. I had blacked out for a little bit. And then when I came back to, I was on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> did you drive under a craft probably <laughs> <laughs> never drink a drive that was awful don't ever drink crack and rum either no oh god <laughs> that's painful memories on your face the ghost chickens and all of that was were there impacts I mean obviously it seems like it would have to have some sort of impact to think that you hit it right yeah they I don't know if there's physical damage to the vehicles. Okay. I didn't get that far into it, but it definitely sounded like there was impact to these people, which is why they thought it was so real. Okay. Oh, the feathers went flying and everything. Have you ever hit yeah. a so-called bird before? <laughs> <laughs> you still on this. When you hit them, like feathers just like, mm-hmm. you know, like you're having a pillow fight. So maybe <laughs> maybe we're talking about interdimensional chickens. That's quite possible. <laughs> um, is it anywhere near, near the Falcon Triangle or whatever? I didn't look into it that far. I don't know off the top of my head, actually. It might be, or it might be pretty close to it. That'd be crazy. It would be. <laughs> I mean, weird stuff happening there. Yeah. Another thing that was crazy um, from one of your more recent videos was how deep that lock was that you're talking about 
Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Like, um, I I didn't actually know that until I started researching kind of the actual lock, but man, there there could definitely be something in there, I think. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it didn't the one guy make like a submarine to try to <laughs> go down there and see what? Oh man, Adrian Shane, he's a legend. Yeah, he made a DIY submarine to go search the depths of the loch. He's <laughs> He's still working at Loch Ness just now. Like he's got a big kind of foundation. He still goes out in like little submersibles. The dude's awesome, really. I'd love to meet him. That's crazy. But um, like like we said, we're changing the formats. We're going to start doing little short episodes. Um, the, I'm going to do like a pilot one or whatever. See how it works out. I'm actually going to go out to that spot too. It's about the chain strangler. Have you ever heard about him? I, I don't think I have. Um, in 1912 or somewhere around there, there's a guy that came home and found his wife with another man, killed her with a chain and then killed himself. And, um, they buried him in a different town and there's a kids like throwing rocks at his tombstone or whatever and chipped it. And when they went, when one of the kids, when the kid was riding home on his bike that chipped the tombstone, he got into a freak accident and the bike chain wrapped around his neck and killed him. Oh, man. And a bunch of other people, like the kid's mom went up there the next day and took an axe to his tombstone, like to destroy it because she is pissed. And she was out putting laundry up and somehow the clothesline got wrapped around her neck and killed her. Uh, oh, this I don't want to say that's cool, but that is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> There's like six deaths attributed to it, and it happened in Pulaski County, which is right next door. Oh man, you need to go check that out. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. So, so it's all like puzzle stuff, all the uh, the deaths connected to it. Yeah, yeah. And the strange thing is, after she destroyed that tombstone, like they found the axe with the dust and everything on there, they went up there and there was the tombstone was in perfect condition. Oh man, that's crazy. When did that happen? When did the the kid that broke the tombstone? Not so, long after. It was been like a, yeah, yeah. Oh. So I'm, I'm, is the I can't still there? Huh? Is the tombstone still there? No, they moved the tombstone. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Apparently what happened was whenever they planted it, like it started fading into these weird circles and then they linked up and guess what they linked into, son? A chain. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. That cannot be possible. <laughs> It's too cinematic. <laughs> that is very cinematic. <laughs> You're gonna have to reach out to Cecil for your punchlines in future videos. <laughs> that one in the moved. <laughs> He's got you. You do some ghostwriting for me. <laughs> so tell me, you were talking about the I forget how you phrased it. The para. para the specialist. Parapsychology, yeah. So is that involving hypnosis? So parapsychology is. Basically, everything that's like fringe science like that, like uh, studies telekinesis, um, like the men who stare at goats and hypnosis, um, the what was it? The Blackwater stuff where it's um, what was that thing? You know where they float people? You know what I'm talking about? The floating Uh. chambers? Yeah, um, I know. I know what you mean. I like can't remember the name of sensory deprivation things. Yeah, that's that's parapsychology as well. 
well, it, it kind of emerged from a study of parapsychology. Like, uh, people used to use those chambers to, um, to do remote viewing sessions where, you know, someone a hundred miles away would lock a piece of paper in a box and hang it above a pool or something. And someone who was a psychic got into the, the chamber and after a period of meditation was able to tell them what was in the box, like what was on the piece of paper because hmm. of remote viewing. I couldn't do that. <laughs> no. So, <Like. laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a very broad, uh, broad term, but hypnosis is in there as well. I don't yeah, know about you guys. No, is pretty crazy. I don't know about you guys, but I can't sleep. Like if it's quiet, like I don't know, like things just start like clicking. Like I hear things all the time. Like I can't turn my mind off, so I have to sleep with like the TV on, like pretty loud or like static going or something. No, I I tried one of those <laughs> chambers one time, the the sensory deprivation tanks. I, I tried one of those, and that was the most tranquil and relaxed I have ever been. And I, I can't I can't do quiet. And I didn't do it to try to sleep. I just did it because I had a coupon, and uh, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a strong feeling that I'd have a mental break. I think <laughs> some people do have like um, psychedelic episodes in them. Yeah. Yeah, we've had enough of those. I'm done with them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm coming back from the next one. <laughs> Martin, you you mentioned the regression. What were you, what were you referring to with that? Um, I was again with like the Betty and Barney Hill abduction and the E71 that I was talking about when people uh, can't remember what happened after they see like an alien craft. So they get hypnotized and kind of talk through what happened mm. and kind of the details are revealed. But, you know, it needs to be done in like a really specific way. So you're not like planting memories and feeding answers. But all the good ones are if there's two subjects and they do it separately and the stories kind of sync up. It's really interesting. Well, see, I didn't realize until it's funny until today that like if you're driving along and then just sort of come to that's a form of hypnosis oh yeah that makes, that makes sense. sense yeah like when you're going like where we used to have to drive an hour and a half home from work every night and you just kind of leave the parking lot and then you're all of a sudden at home yeah that's a form of self-induced hypnosis i forget the exact term but that was it made sense after i heard that huh definitely what you think the eta is on the next video martin oh man like i i wanted it out by now because it's been about three or four weeks since the last one but because it's been delayed so much if i can get it filmed this week hopefully middle of march nice awesome yeah i've got some special stuff coming up as well it's a bit different so i can hopefully get a few more videos out as well yeah i know you mentioned on the last video that you were kind of doing some non-traditional stuff so I'm, i'm excited about that yeah well one of the things is i'm hoping i can get out to some of the locations i've i've talked about but I, I kind of hoped I'd be able to move around a bit more by now, but because we're still locked down, I can't really go too far. But yeah, hopefully, that... out, whenever you go out to locations, are you going to cut it in where you're like, like this? I don't know. That might be genius or just way too cheesy. 
Yeah. I, the other day I was on Twitter and I'm like, yep, Martin's definitely uh, at the end of his rope because I, I saw where you were doing the uh, the detail on the miniatures. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like uh, <laughs> he, he's pretty bored. Do you uh, play D&D? Yeah, yeah, I play D&D. I play like Warhammer. Um, I've been painting Star Wars Legion stuff. Just yeah. It's been terrible weather. I've just been stuck in, so I've just been painting hundreds of miniatures. <laughs> we had a seven-year game of D&D one time that ended with me becoming the king of Hyrule, and I oh. executed my whole party. <laughs> After seven years, I bet that they're really fucking happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty upset. Uh, the dungeon master's like, if you're wanting to do that, you got to roll five nat 20s, bro. And I was like, all right, bam, five nat 20s. <laughs> so I was tired of playing. <laughs> so I was, I was actually talking to Cecil about this the other day, uh, but I've been trying to get people, which I haven't gotten back in myself, but I'm trying to get people uh, back into magic. <laughs> yes. <I'm, laughs> I never was into magic. <laughs> playing uh, magic online for the past little bit. I haven't played it in a while, but I'm kind of back up to speed now. Can you can you pick your own cards, or do you have to like open packs and stuff online? Um, they have, I think, all of the cards from the last like few editions, and then some classic stuff as well. You can just build your own deck. Yeah, you can build your own deck. I think you can download pre-made ones, but yeah, it's not as fun. That Rando Nautica, I mean, that would be interesting to do. I know it's been mentioned before, but uh, I've been looking more into it. I would like to try that sometime. It almost That's got me cool. killed. Yeah. What? Yeah, um, me and my wife, we we kept seeing videos about it, so we did it. And it took us out, I mean, into this beautiful countryside last summer. And, you know, the, even if you do the furthest away, it's still only like a 15-minute drive. And we're almost to the spot. It's the curve before the spot. And we're on like an old country road, no um, median line. And right before we get to the spot, a a car comes around the curve going like 80 miles an hour start skipping to try to stop fast enough to keep from hitting us head on and barely misses us. And after that, I'm like, okay, <laughs> so I don't, I don't do it anymore. Man. Did some kids not find the body? Yeah. yeah. That. that was crazy, man. My, th- like, my thing odds? about it is if I did it around here, I would definitely find the body. Like that's my fear. Oh, yeah. Like I've ran across bodies on accident when I was a kid. No way. Like, yeah, so I don't want to like just actively seek out dead bodies. <laughs> like, or it could fun. it could take you to someone's stash, like a uh, suitcase full of money. That would be nice. People used to bury their money uh, back in the old days here. That's true. Oh well. That's true. But yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna mess with that. That seems like devil's work. Well, is that why you got into the metal detector so heavily? Just because of the the back home traditions of burying money. You looking for treasure? I just like finding stuff. <laughs> I got uh looking for I got, treasure. 
I got a, <laughs> a metal detector and uh, also go magnet fishing. Like the, ah, I've got cool. A, I've got magnets that are like two thousand pound pull magnets, and uh, you know when in the when the rivers and stuff get up in the spring and get everything stirred up, I'll go out there and fish for stuff. I watched somebody doing that, and they pulled a uh, bomb, like a little hand grenade out of the. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, so. The Be only thing I've found is like old, uh, like I found old railroad spikes and stuff like that. Um, ah, cool. But there's some ponds, some really old park ponds that I'm gonna drag this spring. Maybe I'll find some guns and stuff. <laughs> 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 you need to go down to Kincaid and do that. I lost a pistol in Kincaid one time in a pond. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I wrecked my four-wheeler into the pond, and the pistol just kind of disappeared. I don't know where it went. It's, it's crazy just because we don't have that kind of thing here. I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty wild growing up in the, in the country here. Um, so I seen that you have been exploring a little bit. Where all have you went recently? Have you went anywhere crazy? Yeah, I've seen some pictures. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I can't really go too far, but there's a few places around where I live, kind of in Country Pass, that kind of thing. Um, there's a place I think it was probably like a farm back in, you know, the 1910s or something. It's totally broke down, but. If you look kind of behind the trees and behind all the weeds and stuff that have grown, you can still see the walls and kind of where the doors oh. were and stuff. It's pretty awesome. Like, I I don't know how long it's been destroyed, but, yeah, there's some really weird stuff if you just go off the path a little bit. Yeah. That one picture you, you posted, it looked like it was really old, like an old brick wall or something. I don't know. That might not have been you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I know... I think I know what you mean. I think that was actually near where um, the tree I told you about was was blown down. Oh, yeah. I think that was the same area. That's cool. Have you done any like further research in anything else that you're besides like what we already talked about that you're going to be covering anytime soon? Oh, well, I did um, the episode on Alistair Crowley in Scotland last year, and I read a book on Alistair Crowley more recently, and I realised I might have made a mistake in it. I say in the episode that Crowley didn't come back to Boleskin, but in the book, it sounds like it did. So I tweeted about it yeah. and I ended up getting a bunch of uh, Thelemites uh, trying to get me an answer. Yeah. So they were looking like biographies. They looked through Crowley's confessions. They couldn't find an answer. So this guy had a brick from Boleskin yeah. and like divination over it to try and find an answer. Oh, wow. It was just like a random tweet I sent at like 1 a.m. when I was reading this. I was like, oh, did I do that right? And I wake up and the guy's got a brick from Alistair Crowley's house. I'm <laughs> sorry. Con- wow. I was like, this is the best thing to wake up to. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, the, there's a body farm in Knoxville, Tennessee. And my dad used to have to go down there for like after he had his kidney surgery or whatever. And like. I tried to get on that body farm so much and they would not let me on there, but you could smell it. It's awful. <laughs> oh man. I, I don't know. I, I, I think I'd like to go and see it, but I think when I got there, maybe I'd feel different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they use it for like CSI training. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I don't <laughs> think we have any of those here. <laughs> no body farms. 
Oh man, because I, I was a while ago, but I would say, man, you know what? When I go, I'm gonna donate my body to one of them, but I, I couldn't find like an application. Hmm. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'm actually composed already. I don't think they'll take me. <laughs> Did you see that? Um, that Yahoo News posted an uh, airline pilot that said they seen a UFO. No. Oh. No. Yeah, but was that quite recent? Yeah. There's a lot of videos and stuff. When we was filming the other night for Bipolar Teddy Bear, it popped up and we was reading about it. They're, what do you think? Do you think they're trying to initiate Project Bluebeam now? Because they're coming out full force like, yeah, UFOs are real, man. Yeah, we're definitely getting, I think, soft disclosure. Yeah. You know, I don't think they're going to come out and say, you know, like the government, they're not going to come out and say they're real, but it's kind of just coming out a bit at a time, whether they want to or not. Well, the same Fuck. conspiracies that uh, that are saying that we're going to be under another global pandemic with this new strain of COVID. It, it says basically that, like, while we're all on lockdown again and we're all at our mental breaking points is when aliens are going to happen. Well, see, I don't even I saw, look into this. Oh, go ahead, Martin. Oh, sorry. I was. I saw something about it was when they announced kind of alien news, and it seems to coincide with whenever there's something bigger, like when yeah. COVID really hit. That was when I think the Navy said we saw these weird things in the sky. We don't know where, you know, what they are. And I mean, the theory is any other day, people would have been all over that. But it's kind of <laughs> overshadowed by you know worldwide pandemic. So it seems like whenever they announce something, it's all there's always something bigger on top of it to kind of keep it down. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It seems like that. It could be like a few things, either that where I've been doing this podcast now and all these devices are listening to what we are talking about because I don't seek out information about Project Bluebeam and things of that nature. But I've heard so many mentions of specifically Project Bluebeam as of late from different sites and i don't know it's just it's just strange hearing it and i don't seek it out um, i think this might be the year that we at least get you know some sort of you know maybe not disclosure but some evidence or at least soft evidence to show there's something there i think they're going to capture i think this is what's going to play out they're going to have some hillbilly in kentucky <laughs> that's going to get the video of the ufo picking the cow up <laughs> do you think it's going to be too cliche and no one will think it's real yeah exactly <laughs> and then it's going to spit it out like <laughs> this is ridiculous um, <laughs> this is going to be the first ridiculous thing you've said <laughs> yeah. oh, I swear to god I, it crossed my mind I was like man what if UFOs are like a living being and not a machine and um, I've heard that, yeah and they suck them cows in to like take the good parts out, and then they just crap out the rest of it. <laughs> so the UFOs are running on cow innards. Yeah, they're good sources of methane. So, <laughs> but so, I don't, they could be real entities, you know. How I think it, if the blue beam stuff is legit. I think it's going to be like on uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I think it's going to be drones that are able to make projections 
Spoiler to alert. simulate an invasion. When we did our Project Blue Beam episode with Wolfman Curry, that was kind of the last thing that we went over. He's like, yeah, they'll probably use drones. Because more than likely what they'll do is they'll put the projection of the mothership up here above everything. And then they'll have these little little drones flying out that look like UFOs just shooting everything up. Do you not think there might be too many people kind of filming it? Do you not think they'd catch the drones? Well, people would kind of debunk it. Like, if you think about the way they did it in Spider-Man, I know that's ridiculous to say, but if you think <laughs> about... So, there there are already panes you can buy today that if you stand behind the pane and you're looking dead on you, you can't see the person standing behind the pane. Well, like capes and all kinds of stuff of that. So, we know that there's advanced camo already. So, yeah. I, think, I think it'll be a, a combo of camouflaging and bending of lot you can't trust your eyes when i finally get my wish and i i see a ufo you've ruined it for me i'm gonna be like man (laughs) you know what that's a pane of glass and a projection (laughs) 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 for years i've wanted this (laughs) well but that also contradicts like bob lazar who claims to have worked on one of these things did you hear that they opened uh I re- I heard this on different podcasts. So I can't remember what it was, but with the quantum computer, they said they're trying to open a portal to contact the elders. That came from somebody that's like works with the quantum computer. Have you heard anything about that? I haven't, but that sounds it sounds pretty cool. But I can't imagine the guy going up and pitching that to the quantum computer guys, <laughs> and then being like, you know what? Yeah, this is a good use of one of our quantum computers. The elders, we need to speak to those dudes. Yeah. I hope it's true, but <laughs> I swear it was like somebody on like Google or something, and he's like, "Yeah, we've been trying to contact the elders." And I was like, "Well, that's pretty dope." Who's <laughs> the elders, man? <laughs> I even have one of computers if you can't, right? <laughs> They're probably trying to contact the people running the simulation that we live in, honestly, and seeing if we if no. they can break out. They'll shut us down if they contact them. I think. Yeah, sure. Well, it'd be like the episode of South Park when they they canceled episode. Whenever yeah. They, whenever they found out they was on a TV show. <laughs> Bring in the wrecking ball and just start smacking Earth with it. <laughs> yeah, it won't be entertaining if we know we're a simulation. Have you looked more into birds? <laughs> you know, man. Um, Have you looked um, more into birds? <laughs> when um, Scotland kind of went out of lockdown after I spoke to you guys last time, and I was I was in a pub waiting for my friend, and I started googling it, and I read a bit about it, but man, it was too dense. It was like it was. It was like listening to the Star Trek, just techno jargon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reed, the uh, co-host on the other podcast that I do, um, Bipolar Teddy Bear, he has had a f- murder of crows, like a massive murder of crows hanging out at his house. And he's got hawks, and now there's an owl that just stands outside day and night watching his house. Because of the podcast. He thinks it's because of the podcast, because it didn't start until he started doing this. And I think he's being abducted by UFOs because of Al. The Al just standing there looking at him all the time, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. 
He's going to be I the next one to get into a shootout about all those little green men. Yeah. <laughs> I think the owl is probably a... Like, I think the owl's probably, like, the supervisor of the birds. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, like, sitting there like, yeah, we'll walk around this house, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you better get to fucking work. <laughs> Pretty glad, dude. I... <laughs> But Reed's a CIA agent for sure. Uh, so, so are you going to start trying to put out more episodes? I know you've been having issues with this one. Yeah, hopefully. Um, more unexplained Scotland. Then I've got a couple of special things lined up as well that hopefully I can do. I need to kind of practice some of the technology a bit. It's mm. a bit above kind of my filming and editing skills just now. But yeah, I think we can get them done. So hopefully as kind of the year goes on, we'll start getting more and more videos out kind of every month. I love them, man. Uh, the last couple that came out, whenever I went in there and watched them, my wife would come in there and be like, what do you want for dinner? I was like, shut up. Watching <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. It's really good. Like, I watched the first one we did not too long ago, and I was like, man, we really did get better. This kind of sucks. <laughs> and now I want to see the Unexplained Scotland After Dark uh, Crowley Part 2 edition. Oh, yeah, I did say I'd do another Crowley episode. I'll need to uh, get back into it. I have to be 18 or older. <laughs> uh, I struggled enough doing that episode, man, because I try and keep it kind of PG-13, but, mm-hmm. you know, you're reading his life story and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's difficult. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in today. Martin, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, I hope you come back sometime again. Yeah, um, man, hopefully. It's fun every time. Uh, we are getting ready to change formats of this show, so we'll be doing guests every other week, is it? Yeah. Guests every other week. Yeah, We're man, trying to bring... come back. And um, tell everybody where they can find your stuff at, Martin. My stuff is on YouTube under Unexplained Scotland. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram if you want to keep up with me there. Yeah, un- Unexplained Scotland. And you can follow us on Twitter at Bipolar underscore TB. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, keep in mind that we are on audio only platforms. And if you're listening on audio only, go ahead and check out the YouTube. Hit subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Bipolar, Bipolar Teddy Bear Network. Uh, we have some things coming down the pipeline. Um, we're going to start a Patreon, but we don't know what to put on it yet. We're still working on that. And if you want to be a guest, reach out to us at bipolar underscore teddy bear at outlook.com or message us on Twitter. Thank you for watching (laughs) us because we're watching you. Uh Wow. Where in the fall?